0: Boom, boom, What is that from? That's like a
1: Ferris Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, but it's actually like a song, isn't it, or something? Boom, or is it? Boom. Chick, 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 yeah. boom, boom, boom. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's gonna be the intro to the show. So big week.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been pretty, pretty big.
0: All right. So there's a thing in the App Store now that didn't used to be there it was not there a week ago but it is there today why don't have, you tell me about this uh,
1: i am now able to put my own logo well the logo of my company on my home screen which is nice i like that so we have an app now a relay fm um it's primarily uh, intended to be a, a conduit for live listening of our shows that is its primary function Uh, So you can choose what shows you like and you can click to be notified of them um, and you'll get a push notification when they go live, which is really great. Um, So you'll be able to listen along with us. Uh, We're working on integrating the chat room in a future update. We don't have a timeline for that yet. Um, That turned out to be a little bit more difficult than expected, I think. But we are working on that. And when I say we, um, I mean uh, we are in partnership with Tapjet um, who we love, and uh, we love both me and Casey. Love everybody there, um, Chris and Mateus. We've been working really, really closely with them to make this app happen, um, and they have been working really, really hard for us. It's been fantastic, uh, and also our lovely designer Frank has had a real hand in all of this, and he has done just done some incredible work on it as well. So Frank did most of the UI. Chris did the incredible animations. So when you select. Well, when you press play on a show, so we have, like, the last 10 or 15 episodes published to the site just in there as well so people can get, like, a taste of some other shows that they might not have heard before. Um, Beautiful Animations Play, uh, which are just, I think, my favourite thing about the app. And then you can uh, hit the subscribe button and subscribe to the show that you're listening to in your podcast app of choice because that's the whole thing for us. We're not trying to replace podcast apps. Like... Not at all. This is just us creating a live listening app, um, and we're going to be putting some other stuff in there in the future. Like I kind of see this as like a another destination for people to find out what's happening with Relay FM, and I think it could be really good into the long term. And I'm I'm really really chuffed if how it's turned out.
0: Yeah, it's it's really impressive. And if you'll permit me a small digression and uh, a little story time with Casey. So mm. it's WWDC of 2011. I know Marco. I know – I believe a friend of mine, Jamie, from Richmond was going as well. Um, But I don't recall if he was there or not. But I knew Marco and and maybe Jamie and and pretty much no one else. And that Sunday that I arrived, I met up with Marco and we walked over to the Chieftain. And for those who don't know, um, the Chieftain is just like – I don't know if I'd go so far as to call it a dive bar. But it is not a fancy bar by any stretch. It's probably a dive bar by San Francisco. Um, standards, but anyway, it's where a lot of the regular people like to hang out, rather than the like you know technorati or whatever you call them that are that are a little bit more popular and in many cases affluent. Well, anyway, so we're walking up to the chieftain, and um, and it's I don't know four or five o'clock in the afternoon, something like that, and we're not even in the chieftain yet. And there's a gentleman outside smoking. It's a relatively big guy, both you know vertically and and slightly so horizontally. And he's got this just ridiculous beard, this just really ridiculous beard that was mildly frightening, if I'm honest. And it ends up that that's Jim Dalrymple. And I think within two or three hours, Jim gave me and and keep in mind this is 2011. Nobody knows who I am. Within two or three hours, Jim gave me a cell phone number just because he was, you know, we hit it off well and he was a nice guy like that. After we went in after meeting Jim. We ended up hanging out with this group of British people that I had never heard of before, had never met before. I knew them from nowhere. Marco didn't know them at all either. And there was three of them. There was um, this guy Chris, another guy Adam, and another guy Mateus. And Chris and Mateus um, ended up fast forwarding four years doing the Relay FM app. These are three guys. Now Adam, they, they all work together. At um, the other media, I believe is the name of the company, and and then this got spun off from there. But anyways, um, I didn't know these guys at all. I mean, we were all strangers to one another, and I think most of what I talked to them talked with them about was differences between America and Europe, which uh, and England particularly, which we you and I have never talked about ever, and a lot of Top Gear. (laughs) So um, I feel like these guys, even in twenty eleven. I could t- I, I came home and I said to Aaron, Oh my god, I met these three awesome, awesome, awesome British guys and they're so much fun and you know, among other people. And oh man, I hope I get to see them next year. And we've seen each other every year since. And it's just a weird small world that fast forward three years and two-thirds of that contingent now wrote the Relay FM app. And Tapjet, um, which was previously known as Glide is stupefyingly cool, and if you're in a position where you would like an app for your company or for your project and you don't want to do a native thing and it's very content driven like the relay f m app not not necessarily audio content just content uh definitely look them up because um they they are such awesome guys, and the app is phenomenally cool um so I don't know maybe we'll cut that out, but i just i, I love those guys
1: no I want to keep that in my I actually also first met uh chris via jim at the loot party at my first wwdc oh okay we, me and, yeah i've said before, me and chris we see each other more frequently outside of london than we do in london <laughs> and we both live in london right um i want to underscore how incredible the the tapjet app is and they're, they're not asking for us to do this i mean i can't help but do it everything in that you everything that you see all the content that you see is generated by text files in dropbox it's madness um, it Marco said this and it's perfect. It's like the Squarespace for apps, uh. So you should go check it out. Um, tapjet.co, and you can can go and they they, they are currently fulfilling a Kickstarter, uh, a very successful Kickstarter that they had. Um, so I don't think they're doing open sign up right now. But if you want to get in, you can just send them an email, and I'm sure that they'll be able to help you out. Uh, but it really is just fantastic. They've been really great. Um, and I hope that they've uh, had a, a nice experience making this app with us as we have with them.
0: Yeah. And just to put a final note on this, I know we're going a little long, but I just I, I don't know if I'd ever told that story publicly. And I think it's a fun story. Um, uh, Frank Towers, artwork is so good. And and the designs it, between him and Chris with the animations, I concur with you that my favorite thing in this app is just to watch the animations on each of the different um, pieces of show art. It's all so good, even if you are in love with Overcast or Pocket Cast or what have you. You should download this. It's free. Download it. Just play with it for a few minutes because I think you'll really enjoy it.
1: It was fun when Chris was doing the animations because we're all subscribed to a Dropbox folder, right? So I would see a little notification pop up and I would see, you know, oh, there's another animation. I'd quickly rush to go and watch it. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so good. (laughs) So
1: I get these little sneak peeks, these animations. It's really, really awesome. Really awesome. Yeah. All right. We have some follow-up to do.
0: Yes, we definitely do. And uh, the first item is from Francisco. Would you like to tell me about this?
1: Yeah, so these are uh, three different people's kind of opinions and feelings about our conversation in regards to Thoroughly Considered. Mm, Um, And mm -hmm. they're relatively long, but I wanted to read them because I think that they provide some interesting insight into the whole situation. Um, as a whole. So this comes from Francisco. The way you talked about Thoroughly Considered on Analog made it sound like a show that I would really enjoy. I very much like Behind the App and the general world produced sound. However, I had no interest in listening to Thoroughly Considered and the reason is that I don't have a cat and there, and have no need for a laser cat toy. It's a silly reason, but a lot of the promotion around the show has been in the context of the product that they're making, and it's a product that I'm not interested in. As a result, I feel like it's not a show that I need to listen to. I'll probably give it a whirl now, and now that I've heard you talk about it on Analog, but I wouldn't be surprised if its audience has been greatly limited by the subject matter. So, I think that this is a problem in potentially our communication, because what the product is is kind of a MacGuffin for the show.
0: Yeah, like it's th- somewhat irrelevant.
1: It it's, yeah, it's completely irrelevant. Because what the show is about and is intended to be about is about the creation of a product which you manufacture, put on Kickstarter, produce, and send out to the world. That's what it's meant to be about. It could be any product, but that's just the product that we're following. But maybe it was because, I don't know, maybe in some of the like marketing, if you'd call it, that I've been doing, I've been tying it too closely to the Kickstarter. Like, So people have just been thinking, oh, it's about laser cats, but it's not, (laughs) you know, that's not what it was meant to be about and it's not what it is about. So that's definitely something that's interesting to consider because I hadn't really thought of it that way. Um, I mean, and this goes back into the whole conversation of just thinking there was a bigger market for the product in general in the first place and how those two things kind of go together. And if we maybe would and have considered it as in like hey, there's loads of people who want this product um, and they're easy to find then we may have thought about marketing the podcast and the product differently maybe
0: mm-hmm. yeah i think that's very true and and just like you said i mean it is kind of a macguffin it's just it's just there to drive the conversation forward the kickstarter and this specific project but really it's just about you know building something and bringing it into the world and I really love the show I don't have a cat. I mean I do know and love God I love uh, Tom and Dan so darn much but um so I'm a little well I'm more than a little biased. However, I, I I really have enjoyed the the episode so far and and I'm really interested to see how you guys handle the next few.
1: Yep. Um Mary kind of added to this by saying that potentially lots of cat owners aren't podcast listeners which is very uh which, which is definitely relevant again If you're looking at our incorrect, potentially my incorrectly placed marketing messages, yeah, yeah, right. And then this comes from Andrew. Andrew said, "As a designer, I have been searching for years for good podcasts about product design. And when Mike first announced, thoroughly considered, I was I was thrilled. The production quality is superb, and the real conversations from Tom and Dan, interspersed with the opined narrative of Mike, is the exact show that I've been searching for all this time. It now seems, as Mike discussed on Analog, that the podcast is going to take a turn." Uh, toward a different narrative, but I'm excited because I see it as a chance to learn some unexpected lessons in product development that we would not have otherwise got. As a designer going through a marketing process with my own products, I see this as an opportunity, opportunity to learn some important and rare insights to the design process. I basically just want to let Mike know that I'm really enjoying the show, despite its inevitable change in direction uh, and, it's lower than, and because of its lower than expected interest. Thanks for the time and polish you're putting into it. I'll be listening to the very end. So I wanted to put that in there just because it made me feel better about <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't, right. we, we have to do another episode. Um, I, I don't really know if we've completely nailed down what it's going to be about. It's like we did so much work. Like we had the first, four, uh, first month's episodes planned out in advance, but as the project has taken the turns that it's taken, it's kind of thrown us all off as to, to to what we'll be doing and what it's going to look like. Um. So yeah, it's uh a little little tricky. It's a bit of a tricky one.
0: Yeah. Well, however many more you do, uh, you can bet I'm going to listen to them and and uh, maybe if they do another product and you know, maybe you guys can do this again or maybe you can keep the show going with with day-to-day stuff. I don't know, but I've really enjoyed the show and I, and I hope that it finds some sort of future.
1: Yeah, I think right now we're kind of regrouping and and trying to work out how do we continue to work together mm-hmm. post Kickstarter? So yeah, that's that's in the forefront forefront
0: of our minds right now. Yep. All right, why don't you tell me about something else that's awesome?
1: This week's episode is brought to you by Lynda.com, the online learning platform that has over three thousand on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, technology, and creative skills. For a free ten-day trial, visit Lynda.com/slash analog. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot slash Analog. With blender.com, you will be able to watch fantastic videos that are put together by experts, and these are experts on so many different types of topics. You'll be able to stream thousands of video courses on demand, you can learn on your own schedule at your own pace. You'll be able to learn things like how to get up and running with Java, how to learn Swift, how to learn Xcode, how to learn how to be more productive by going for a GTD lifestyle with a course that's taught by David Allen himself. You'll be able to to learn about income tax you'll be able to learn about photoshop illustrator logic GarageBand, you can learn not just how to use photo apps, you can learn how to take great portraits, you can learn the importance of color and typography and design. This list goes on for as long as the eye can see. Lynda.com is here for people that want to solve problems, it's for people that are curious to learn new things, or just for people that want to make things happen in their lives. You can browse each of the videos, you can take a look for them, you can look at them on your web browser, you can click them. Watch the videos. You have all of the documentation you're going to need there. Some courses have downloadable project files, and you'll be able to follow along with the transcripts right on the web page. So you can uh, keep, you know, you can just read along, so you're getting full understanding. Or you can click to a point in the transcript later on and go back to that point in the video. You can also watch Lynda.com courses on your iOS and Android device. You can also download them as well, so you can watch them on the go. You'll also be able to create and save your own playlists, so you can customize your learning path. And even share these with friends, colleagues, and team members. Your Lynda.com membership will give you unlimited access to training on hundreds of topics for one flat rate. Whether you're looking to become an industry expert, you're passionate about a hobby, or you're just looking to learn something new, go ahead and visit lynda.com slash analog and sign up for your free ten day trial. Once again that's lynda.com slash analog. Thank you so much to Lynda.com for their support of this show and relay FM.
0: We have a little bit more follow-up. This might be the singularly most important piece of follow-up that we've ever done. Would you like to tell us about what the listener Rob has sent us?
1: Good friend of the show, uh, Rob, has sent us a battery-operated vacuum spider catcher. Uh, there's a link on Amazon.
0: This is hugely important. Um, I feel like I had seen something like this somewhere, somehow, sometime, and— um And I just had forgotten about it. But this is wonderful and I want this in my life.
1: So many people have been giving us uh, pieces of follow-up in both camps about whether you should vacuum spiders and then what you should do with them.
0: Yeah, it seemed like the only semi-consistent thing that we've heard is that firebombing the vacuum is the only surefire way of being rid of the spider.
1: But then somebody else sent in a link about Uh, firebombing a a vacuum is a terrible idea.
0: You do what's necessary to survive, Mike.
1: Well, you could explode everything.
0: It's a small price to pay.
1: Justin wrote (laughs) in, uh, in regards to actors that could play us, and he suggested Tom Cruise and Anthony Edwards uh, because Maverick and Goose just somehow seemed appropriate. I've never seen Top Gun. What? Ever? Ever? Never, ever, ever, ever. Never seen Top Gun. How? how how is there a whole show devoted to the fact that i watch well, sh- well there's kind of a show but segments across multiple shows of the movies that i haven't seen yeah, that's i know how. but I,
0: top gun man i mean come on
1: i'd like have seen parts of it you know throughout my life but i've never sat down and consciously watched top gun
0: i mean to be fair i i'm i like the movie um of the the um two movies that are identical one in the sky one on the ground uh between top gun and days of thunder i'll take days of thunder any day of the week which is going to set the internet aflame uh please email mike about this uh but anyway um, i haven't
1: seen that movie either it,
0: it by most measures it's probably worse but i prefer it um We'll have to see what year that is. Maybe I'll add that, add that to the list. I um,
1: a so 1990. It just got oh, in there. Oh,
0: excellent. Excellent. I don't know what I... Oh, there's my list. All right. We will add Days of Thunder 1990 to the list. 5.9 on IMDb. Uh, 1990. Done on the list. With pen and paper, I should add, because it's a list for Mike. Anyway. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I don't have the love for Top Gun that most people do. Um a lot of people are kind of crazy about it in in the much the same way they're crazy about, say, Star Wars. Usually not the same magnitude but similar way. Uh, it's a good movie, it's worth seeing. I don't think it's the, you know, remarkable piece of film that a lot of people seem to do or seem to think. But I mean, to each their own. I don't know. Uh what year was what year was Top Gun?
1: It was uh, 1986 or 87. I just looked at it there to okay. see if we could talk about it. But no, we cannot.
0: Well, you know what we could do is maybe we could enlist uh dear friend of the show, Jason Snell. And maybe the next time we have two-up Mike at the Movies in one week, like we're doing um, in, a, in a week or two, maybe we can do it so that you and Jason record with uh, regarding Top Gun. And then that very same week, you and I record regarding Days of Thunder.
1: That – would be a good thing. So we we de- we tend to do one Mike at the Movies a month on Upgrade. Um, so I'll have to remember and we'll coordinate our next one. Because we have... Uh, so we're doing Mike at the Movies next week on this show, True Lies. Mm-hmm. And then the next day will come out the uh,
0: Back to the Future 2 on Upgrade. God, I haven't seen that in so long. I'm going to have to get that and watch it again.
1: Well, it's the week. Yeah, I have understand. to watch it. Yeah,
0: yeah. But uh, goodness, I'm gonna have to watch it again. Um, so yeah, so we'll have to figure that out. But anyway, uh, don't ki- don't kick yourself for not having seen Top Gun. But I do think it would be fun to do a double feature with. Um, hey, that worked out really well. Uh, we should do a double feature with Jason and, and you and me with Days of Thunder and Top Gun because without giving it a, without giving anything away, the general arc of both movies is the exact same thing. Like it, spoiler free. There's a, there's a Tom Cruise is a star, something happens and he needs to push through that thing, which I know is vague enough that you could describe pretty much any story that way. But if you watch these movies, because if I get any more specific, I think I'll start giving it away. If you watch these movies, you can see that it's like the exact same movie, except one's in the sky and one's on the ground. I will bet you anything that you will prefer Top Gun to Days of Thunder, because not only do you have taste, but you're not American and NASCAR seems to be a uniquely American thing. I actually don't really care for NASCAR, but I really love Days of Thunder because I do love cars.
1: Oh, is that why that
0: um, Will Ferrell movie? Yep. It's very much a Days of Thunder kind of uh, parody spoof, rip-off, etc.
1: Talking about Mike at the Movies.
0: Mm -hmm. There's news here.
1: There is. Uh, So Mike at the Movies is now a podcast at the incomparable which is it makes me so happy um so what we're doing is uh, about 30 days after a mike at the movie segment appears on either upgrade or analog it will be cut out of that show and put into a special feed over at the incomparable.com slash mike which is now my favorite url on the internet um, <laughs> and you'll be able to hear um me and either jason or casey uh, talk about our movie, uh, which I'm I'm very excited about. This the artwork is stupendous. Uh, Frank Again. did this as well because so he does good. everything now. Anything that's good, um. So Frank is making me a poster. That's amazing. Like a full-on movie poster, uh, which I will gladly display at home.
0: Oh, I would. In fact, if you do. Get like some sort of large version of the image in such a way that I can make my own. I, I would like to do that. I think because it is delightful.
1: Yeah, I could talk to him about it because he's actually formatted it specifically.
0: Yeah, well, I, yeah, we can take it offline. But I'd let oh corporate speak. Ooh. Oh, man. Five demerits for me. Anyway, we can talk about this elsewhere.
1: We should take it offline. in the po- we, should go, we should go chat about it in the parking lot.
0: No, no. We'll put it in the parking lot and we'll take it offline. And then we'll circle back and uh, follow up about it. Oh, my God. I Touch base. Myself. Yep, definitely. All right. Um, can we have a moment? Ping of me, real- Casey. Ping uh, me. Stop. Can we have a moment of real talk? Yes. This may or may not make it in the show because it's a little embarrassing, but but it's real talk. Um, I have been dying to be invited to be a part of the incomparable, the main incomparable. Like um, I've made appearances here and there. Um, For example, my appearance on um, uh, Unjustly Maligned, Um, but I haven't been on the main... And I also appeared on the radio theater just recently, as a matter of fact. But I haven't made it... Probably
1: my favorite segment. You and Steven just terribly acting a commercial is... Oh, I love it so much! It's so bad. It's it's so, good. so bad.
0: And by the way, I, I Jason gave me a little bit of um, a little bit of feedback as to like what the script was and in that general vicinity, but didn't give a tremendous amount of um, like direction. And so what I did was I recorded my same two or three lines like with five different you know intonations. Like I don't remember what mm-hmm. the line was, but it's like, "Hi, Mike. How are you?" Hi Mike, how are you? And I did that for like, like questions, answers, excited, sad. And he just plucked whatever one he thought was best. But uh that was delightful. Anyway, I bring this up. So I was on um I was on the radio theater, I was on Unjustly Maligned, I was on random track. I've never been on the real, honest to goodness, like main show. And um to be featured in almost my own show i mean granted it's a show with the two of you guys but almost my own show that that's like a dream come true and it's sort of snagging your white whale for me except in podcast form however between us i'm recording something tomorrow night and am so jealous for, of you and it's for the main show i'm really excited i I really
1: want to be on the main show i mean there is kind of a beauty in me having my own show right right? (laughs) which is which is really helping me feel better about things but i i desperately want to be on incomparable prime like i i really really want to be on that um but being able to have my own movie show on the incomparable also really really works for me and yes um Scott McNulty is trying to get me to do a random track now, but I've never seen an episode of Star Trek.
0: That makes it even better. Don't let that stop you. But Seriously.
1: He tells me that it is better that, that way, but I'm not sure how I feel about this.
0: Yeah, You should do it. But yeah, so tomorrow night I might be recording something at an absolutely absurd hour, and it might be for, as you phrased it, Incomparable Prime, and I am really excited about it. Oh my God! So this is this is basically my white whale of podcasting. Well, the, my attainable white whale. As we discussed last week, uh, there will be a fight to the death over the talk show if that ever 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 happens. But to me, I don't. I don't even think that's in the cards as a possibility. Maybe for you, but I don't think it is for me. So um, this is this. Is I think pretty right much now
1: we're on. both we're both level on on cards for that one.
0: Yeah, we'll see. But anyway, so I'm really really excited about that, um, and I'm really really honored that um, that Jason decided to include me and and it really means a lot to me. As silly as that sounds, it really means a lot to me. And we've talked about why many times on this show, but I'm really stoked. So we'll see how that goes tomorrow. Hopefully I'll be able to say three words that make sense, hopefully near each other, rather than just be like, oh my god, 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 oh my god. Oh my god.
1: One of my favorite podcasts, if not my favorite podcast, Hello Internet, um on on that show, Brady and Gray, they do a weigh-in. Mm-hmm. every every episode. Mm-hmm. This is our way in. Mm-hmm. As of today, which is the 14th of October, you are in front of me on Twitter followers by 1,665. Now correct. I've been tracking this more closer than usual over the last couple of days and it really doesn't uh, change real, very Real-time often.
0: follow-up, 1,600. Oh, four, then five. We're, we're going back and forth. Maybe a live listener is messing with us. So it was 1,665, then briefly it was 1,664, and now we are back to 1,665.
1: Um, so, I mean, I've been looking, because you've been saying that you thought that I was going to beat you, but I don't know if you've been tracking it more closely. I have.
0: I have since I have written a small piece of software that I've made available only to Mike and myself that will that will do this computation for us and tell us exactly mm-hmm. who is winning and by how many followers.
1: So do you see that it's it really isn't, that much of a difference.
0: No, it's been surprising because I had not been looking at it very often at all. And now that this is a thing, I've been paying more attention and it is surprisingly not that different uh, day over day. So
1: I I think the way that I'm that I'm clawing it is every now and then I have for whatever reason, a day or two, whereas big chunks. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So I think that that is what will get me is what gets me closer and closer is every now and then I'll have a day or two where I gain like 100 followers. And I think I believe I need to track this more closely. I believe that that tends to be related to episodes of Cortex is when I when I get my bigger bumps.
0: Yeah, It's too bad. You don't have a regular schedule with that.
1: It is. It is regular now. <laughs> Every, every second Monday, although the first time we did it, we ended up putting it up on the Sunday, but that was just because we felt like it made the most sense to do it. But it, and yeah, it made sense at the time, but yeah, it should be every second Monday.
0: Awesome. Uh, it's, uh, it's been funny to, to watch this and uh see see the trend like you were saying but the trend is surprisingly flat generally speaking i mean it's not flat flat but it's it's not a big angle so this may take longer than i thought i think the the wager the the friendly wager with no real winnings that that you and i made is i said by american thanksgiving i think you'll have eclipsed me and that's only a little over a month away
1: and i don't think it will have happened by then
0: looking at looking at it closer over the last few days i'm i'm thinking you might be right but i'm going to stick with my wager and see how it turns out so what is that? The third Thursday? Something like that. Hold on, I can look. I I never remember. It's just a Thursday and near the end of Thanksgiving. This year it is the twenty sixth of November.
1: Oh, so it's the last then.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the last right. Thursday. So yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens, but we'll we'll follow up uh, maybe each week and see how um see how things are going. All right. Do we want to say talk about anything else that's awesome, or would you like to talk about our, or start our main topic first?
1: Let's let's talk about Squarespace, and then we have a clear run uh, through to Relay Your Feels. Excellent. This week's episode is also brought to you by our friends over at Squarespace. You can start building your own website today at squarespace.com and use the offer code FEELS at checkout to get yourself 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. With Squarespace, you're able to build a website that looks professionally designed with all the features that you would want from a a real greatly made website in 2015 without any coding knowledge, regardless of your skill level or regardless of the amount of time that you want to put into it so the reason I say that is because you know Squarespace sites they're really really great for people that don't know how to build websites but for people that do know how to build websites they're also really great because you don't need to sink hours and hours and hours of time into them you can get something up and running really really easily, they have intuitive and easy to use tools that make your website look and feel exactly how you want they power it with state of the art technology they ensure security and stability so you don't have to worry about like patching it, you don't have to worry about the hosting and the caching, they take care of all of that for you. And this is why Squarespace are trusted by millions of people around the world. They have fantastic site templates and really great to look at. They have some that are uh, built like purpose built for different types of professions. They have great ones for like blogs and they have great ones for portfolios. They have great ones for musicians and restaurants and businesses. But you can actually mix and match and, and kind of poke and pull any of their templates to make it look and feel exactly how you want you can take one of the ones that's meant for a portfolio and turn it into any type of website if you want it's really really easy and awesome to do they also have their cover pages as well which allow you to build great looking single page websites too. Squarespace have 24-7 support with live chat and email, they have their commerce platform that allows anybody to add a a store to their Squarespace site and they also uh, do free domain names if you sign up for a year as well Squarespace plans start at just $8 a month and you can start a free trial today with no credit card required and start building your website straight away by going to squarespace.com and when you decide to sign up make sure that you use the offer code feels f-e-e-l-s at checkout you'll get 10 percent off your first purchase and show your support for this show thank you so much to squarespace squarespace build it beautiful
0: all right so how's your talk going mike well it
1: has to be in a good state by now um As we record this, uh, I am a week away from delivering it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't mean it's in a good state, though, by necessity.
1: Uh, It's completed. Good. And the slides, I believe, are completed. Uh, I may just do some additional tweaking to the slides, you know, just as I keep running through it. Um, And that's the same for my notes, my presenter notes, be tweaking Mm -hmm. those, make sure that I bring them down to as minimal as possible over the next few days. So that's just through practicing it and reading over and practicing and reading over Mm -hmm. and get to that in a moment. So I want to talk about my talk and a little bit more of the content that will be in there. Um, But uh, I I wanted to just address two emails that I got uh, in the last couple of days, completely randomly from two different people. This comes from Sebastian. Sebastian says, After school, I'm thinking about going into freelance work. Um, He's currently learning to, uh, in school to be a designer, which is why I found your story in Analogue Number 9 so inspiring a year later when everyone can see just how far you've come. I'm quite nervous about maybe going freelance and don't know if I can do this. I already have some clients myself, but I wouldn't say I started a real business for myself yet. If you have any tips for me or an opinion about this, please let me know. And Dan wrote in as well and said I like Casey have a family to take care of but my life path sort of followed along with Mike's in that I started working where people normally go to university besides working two jobs I'm trying to become an independent musician that does more than just upload songs to band camp that next to nobody hears this show has helped encourage me through times when I wonder if it's worth bothering with working through my current state of being mostly anonymous in the music world so I wanted to bring these up as a preface to talking about the content of my talk a little bit more. Um, and part of the reason that I'm doing this uh, is because I think it's interesting to talk about. The other thing is, this is more practice for me. Mm-hmm. Because if I talk about these things more often, I'm just allowing myself to solidify in my mind the sorts of ideas, thoughts, feelings, and topics that will eventually come out on stage next
0: week. Yeah, definitely. So let's hear it.
1: So the main kind of arc of the talk is I'm sharing my story over the last five years. That's kind of the main thing. So um, it's especially focused on the last 12 months. Uh, it's called talking about building a business and working full time on it. But the whole five years are important to me. And the reason that I think they're important um, is because there's what they are what helped shape me to get to the point that I'm in now Um And that's why I wanted to bring up Sebastian and Dan, because Sebastian and Dan, uh, no matter how long they have been working on it, both seem to me to be in the position that I was in during those first four years of doing uh, podcasting on the side. Um, And once you get to the point at the end of that period, so once you've done something on the side for a few years and you're kind of building to it, you're working at it, you're working at it, you have to make the jump. And I think that it is the biggest thing that you need to remember is that eventually you have to do it. And it's always scary. It's never easy. But for you to be independent, you have to quit your job, you know, go out on your own, whatever it is. Like, you have to eventually do it. That doesn't mean you should do it now to to anyone, really, because it doesn't mean you're necessarily ready. I mean, I could have done it many, many times Um, over the course of those four years, but it was really a year ago, um, well, just over a year ago, actually, uh, as we talk right now. um, I I handed in my notice on, what was it, the 8th of October? Something like that. Yeah, the 8th of October, so just a little over a week ago uh, from this time last year. Um, you, You eventually have to make that jump because it's the last leap that you need to make. But there were many points where I probably believed at the time that I could have done it, but I didn't over that period of time. And it wasn't until this time last year that I really knew that I could, uh, because I kind of took a look at things financially and it made sense. Now, it wasn't so much that if I made that amount of money forever, I would have been totally fine. It wasn't, but it was I was making enough that I feel like if I took the jump, went full time with it, put all of my time and effort into it, you can I could really believe in I could grow my business because that's eventually where you get to the point. You could. My feeling is you can never get your business to be the point where you want it to be if you are working another job because you can't put all of your time, effort, and attention into it. But it's a real chicken and egg scenario because for many, many people, they have to have it earning enough money that they can quit. Mm-hmm. The problem is sometimes you don't earn enough money unless you do yeah yeah which is why like for me it really was and, and it was my mum that said this to me when i told her i was going to quit She, you know she just said to me it's now or never yeah you know and none of this is new to listeners of this show i've actually been listening to some older episodes of analog as preparation oh, yeah? of my talk yeah because a lot of the stuff that i'm trying to talk about i actually did talk about a year ago
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know so has that been helpful so like,
0: going back to the old shows or not really Oh yeah, because I'm I'm
1: retelling the shoelace story, mm-hmm. right? That's that's one of the stories that I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell my quitting story because I think that people probably enjoy those. So I wanted to go back and listen to to the shoelace story so I would be prepared. Uh, to do that like so i could be prepared to retell it so i was taking notes from the stuff that i was talking about like for example i'd forgotten the song that i listened to on my last day so i went back to listen to that episode because i knew that we spoke about it i like the song that i listened to as i was walking out of the building on my very last day yeah, of work because yeah. i wanted to mention that so have it if, if you know kids if you ever feel like you might want to remember something in a few years time just have a podcast where you talk about your your thoughts and feelings
0: <laughs> that's all it takes no big deal Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm excellent so you listen to these old episodes and you've been working on your talk and your talk is pretty much done and so that's that's is that the genesis the shoelace story or is that toward the i guess that's in the middle right because you said you're focusing on the last year
1: yeah because it's kind of broken down into a few different four main sections which is starting a side business um quitting your job what it's like to try and run a business and what it's like to try and make money.
0: Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. I and mean, this is going to yeah. last how long, do you think? You said you've done some dry runs, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've only done one full dry run and I got like 30 minutes out of it. And I can, I think really, like max I have, I think is 45. Um, I would like to do it to keep it between 30 and 45. I don't want to go any shorter than 30, which means I probably need to pad it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um but that's just going to be a little bit more working and and, and thinking and kind of just filling some stuff out. And I might still add some more slides. Um, I might talk a little bit about kind of my experience being in Indianapolis and, and that kind of stuff. Like I might talk about that at the start. You're like, Hey, what about those baggage carousels? Huh? You know, really go stand up on the whole thing. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I'm sure that I'll have some stuff to add in because right at the start, you know, I want to talk about the fact that I'm standing on that stage, right? Sure. Like the start of the talk is actually the end, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like, yeah. I start it by talking about the fact that I'm standing on this stage right now. Mm-hmm. So I might have some more stuff to say about that. Um, you know, maybe I'll do a fire safety talk at the start, you know, <laughs> at the very beginning of the conference <laughs> to tell people where the fire exits are, that kind of thing. Of course. So I've only presented it to Adina so far, and uh, I I feel like it went well. Uh, She had some comments for things that I should tweak, but overall was really positive, uh, which is a good thing because she would be honest if she thought that it sucked, she'd tell me. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was good. Um, I expected some comments. She had some comments, and and they were all very useful, and they've helped me kind of think about some areas that I need to finesse. But I really do feel like I'm going to be working
0: on this until the last minute. Well, I mean, I don't think that's unusual or unreasonable.
1: No, I I don't feel bad about it because I know so many of my friends, like people that are like seasoned in this type of thing, that do that. You know, yeah. like that are working on their slides on the plane, which I will be, or working on them like on the morning. I mean, the great thing that I have is my talk is in the evening so i have the day to practice it i have the day to finesse it so that that's really really great i feel good about that actually um currently i i'm sure this will feel different on the day i'm not feeling bad that i'll be nervous the whole day um i'm i'm seeing it as a positive but
0: remind I'm me sure what time I'll the talk the whole
1: day uh i don't want to say because they haven't announced it but it's oh, in okay. the evening okay because i don't i don't know you know i, I don't really know because I have seen a schedule, but the schedule is not currently public. Gotcha. So, but it's in it's in the evening because I'm, I'm doing the keynote address. So it's, mm-hmm. it's in the evening around the kind of the dinner time.
0: Okay. Because when I did the CocoConf talks, one of the advantages was I was the first speaker on the first day of the conference. And so it was like nine in the morning or something like that. So I did have time to get nervous, but I only had a couple of hours. Whereas you're going to have all day to be nervous, which like you said, maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad, but it's certainly different.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could end. I'm probably will end up feeling terrible about it, but I'll work it out as the day goes along. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, got my outfit all picked out. Oh, did you buy a special for this, or did you already have it?
1: Bought special. Oh, fancy. Except shoes.
0: Yeah, I, I, my feeling
1: was, I wanted some clothes that I felt confident and comfortable in. Yeah, I think that makes sense. That felt really important to me because if I feel good in what I'm wearing, then I will feel more confident in myself and will feel better about being on the stage.
0: Yeah. Like
1: if I'm worrying about like is my gut showing in this t-shirt, you know, or whatever, or like oh I don't really like these jeans, that's going to be playing on my mind if I'm when I'm standing in front of these people and they're all looking at me, mm-hmm. you know. So I've gone out and I bought myself some nice clothes. I bought myself a jacket. Excellent. Like a sport a sport coat, I guess you would call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got some new jeans and I've got a new shirt and some shoes. They're not new shoes, but I never really wear these shoes. Um, so, yeah, I'm feeling pretty confident about that. So I'm going to go out there. I'm going to feel good. And I feel like that's going to come across in my in my speaking as well. I'm really looking forward to release notes in general because it's, all in all going to be a very very different experience to any other conference that i've been to over the last couple of years because of the reason i'm there
0: mm, mm-hmm.
1: like i've not paid for a ticket good so like that feels kind of different um i'm going there as like being part of like the crew, i guess you know think of it which is a, a, a kind of an interesting feeling for me like to, to like you know um, I'm on the inside. And and so many, so like normally things that I would have to worry about, I don't have to worry about because uh, Joe and Charles are taking really good care of me. You know, like uh, someone's going to pick me up from the airport. Like all these little things are being taken care of. That's awesome. So, Which is great because that's exactly how I would want to feel in this scenario that all I have to worry about is getting on stage and giving the best talk that I can give. Um, so like, it looks like a really great location as well. Like I took a look on their website and they have a little guide to the area. Um, and it looks really nice. Um, and it looks like there's nice food and nice drinks and stuff around. A bunch of my friends are going to be there. Um, and that's going to be nice because I'm just going to be able to enjoy myself afterwards. Uh, and and that will be kind of it, right? So I'll do my talk, and then I'm just going to spend the next few days just enjoying myself and having a nice time. So it's, I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a nice break, I think.
0: How long does the conference last? It's like three days, I think. Mm-hmm. One track? Yes, one track. That's that's cool. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of XOXO. I'm jealous of this. Maybe one day I, too, can, can not have a jobby job in can come fraternize with you guys every couple of months. but
1: Yeah, this one's a little bit harder because the conference is in the middle of the week. It runs from Wednesday to Friday.
0: Well, that's a little bit peculiar.
1: Yeah, so, well, I assume it's venue, right? Sure. They have a really great venue, and I'm sure it's probably really difficult to get on the weekend.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And
1: way more expensive.
0: Mm-hmm. But you are looking forward to it. It's. I mean, you sound confident. You sound ready. Um, I'm bummed I'm going to miss it. If anyone's there and wants to uh, Periscope privately, which I don't think is a thing. I guess that's called FaceTime, huh? But anyway, uh, if you want to FaceTime me in, just let me know. I promise you can turn the volume down. So even when I try to heckle, then um, no one will be able to hear me.
1: Yeah, I feel like I could uh, put this microphone down and walk straight onto the stage. Because, I mean, part of this is by design. So like, I chose for my talk to be about stories of my life. Yeah, yeah. So I could just tell them. Yeah. You know, like I've done way more prep work than would, like the the minimal work would be just me walking out onto the stage and just talking, which I could do because I could just tell these stories. But I wanted to make sure that it's polished. I want to make sure I have jokes. I want to make sure I have slide jokes because I love (laughs) slide jokes, right? So I'll see if they're good. Um, I have, you know, and I've just taken a bit of time care of it as you should really i mean this is a thing that i'm being paid to do um and and i want to do joe and charles proud you know i'm uh, they have for whatever reason uh chosen me to be the person that opens their first ever conference so i I really want to um i want to do a good job but i but so that was part of the reason that i decided that i would talk about things that I knew intimately. Um, So it was really, really easy for me to talk about them
0: comfortably. I think that makes perfect sense. Since you are the opening keynote, do you feel added pressure to make Mm -hmm. the right impression to set the show off on the right note? Because you you could have an opening keynote where it's really stodgy and boring, or you could have one where it's serious but interesting. You could have one where it's goofy and maybe you will forget it as soon as you leave the room, but at least it was enjoyable. Like, do you feel pressure to do the right thing? Have you asked them what kind of tone they're looking for? Or is it just on you to go hope for the best?
1: They want me to to set kind of the, not necessarily set the tone, but like be in a good way to like inspire people and, and that kind of thing. So like my kind of feeling is, uh the the three kind of themes are like fun, sad and inspirational that's kind of the mm-hmm. overall feeling of ha- what I want my talk to be like and so i feel like i have a really good like overall lesson to give uh that i think will be useful and inspirational um that maybe somebody else will give during the talk but i'll get to do it first i have to say there's a lot of these things where i'm like there are many many things in these in the talk that i'm doing like because i jump about a little bit That other people may be looking to do in their talk but i'm like i get to go first
0: nice nice That's awesome. Well, I'm really stoked for you. I'm really sad that yet again you will be in my fine country and I will not be near you, which is deeply saddening to me. Um, Should you decide to fly out via Dulles, I can meet you there. Hint, hint, hint. Um, But anyway,
1: do you want me to? You asking me to change my flight? I'm not asking. Okay,
0: I'm just. I'm still
1: gonna. Yes, I'm still gonna have the usual hope that I have, in that you will surprise me.
0: The thought has crossed my mind, but I, I, with an honest heart, I can tell you it's not happening. But I would—I genuinely—I would be lying if I said that I didn't really think about it at least for a little bit. But it's just—it's too difficult. That far away is—is is too difficult.
1: Is it really yeah. far from you?
0: It's halfway across the country. I—I I would guess okay. it's a two to three-hour flight. You remember, Mike, that uh, we do not live in a small island nation. Powerful as it, yeah. But I don't
1: know where any of your cities and states and towns and villages are in relation to each other
0: yes that's uh that was made obvious when you did that map with jason Mm -hmm. which was unbelievably delightful unbelievably delightful god i love that we'll have to try to find a link put it in the show notes but anyway
1: this week's episode is also brought to you by Red Hat. Uh, what does it mean when every commercial bank in the Fortune 500 relies on Red Hat for enterprise software, or every department in the executive branch of the US government, or every airline in the Fortune Global 500? Well, it means that 90% of all the companies in the Fortune 500 understand the value supported enterprise open source software can bring to. Their businesses. If the value of open source is the rapid innovation, freedom, and interoperability that comes with community powered technology, then the value of Red Hat is taking responsibility for that technology, testing it, enhancing security, and certifying that it will work in your data center. So, what is Red Hat doing that is making such a big difference? Well, it's simple. Simple but not easy. They make sure you get all the benefits of open source without the risk of doing it all yourself. No one else can make that promise, much less keep it. So visit redhat.com to see how they can help your enterprise with application development, storage, and cloud computing. Red Hat, different for the sake of better technology.
0: Excellent. All right, so a little bit of Relay Your Feels. Indeed.
1: Kevin asks, if you won the lottery tomorrow, what would your first purchase be?
0: What should it be or what would it be? <laughs> what would it be? Uh, probably an Aston Martin DBS. In oh, interesting. I, um, I have a tremendous love for Aston Martins. I don't think they're the air quote right choice as a supercar, you know, um, super fast car. It's you could choose much better. You could choose a Ferrari. You could choose a Lamborghini, but I, among many others. Um, but to me, I think the Aston Martin DBS may be the prettiest car I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's quick enough that it would make me happy. Um, maybe, maybe I wouldn't get to DBS. Maybe I'd get a, some sort of Aston Martin convertible, but the answer is simply an Aston Martin. Um, that's what I probably would buy What I should do, though, is either put all the money away and never look at it again or give it all to Aaron and say she's the only one allowed to touch it because she will make good decisions. Whereas I will just buy I will buy the lot next to us, burn the house down and put on put a humongous garage on that lot. And I would buy car after car after car after car. Um, And to answer Wayne Dixon's question in the chat. No, the, the Aston Martin would not be white. What would you buy? A house. I had a feeling that would be your answer. Mm -hmm. Actually, maybe what I would do is pay off the house, potentially. Um, It would be nice to own it, free and clear, and not have to worry about that. I don't know. Would you still... Well, I guess this is a silly question, um, but I'll ask anyway. Would you still go to work? Yeah. Um, I had assumed that would be the case. I think... You know, I don't know. I was going to say I think I still would. But now that I'm thinking about it more, especially with Declan around, maybe not.
1: No, you just do writing
0: and podcasting. I think you're right. I think that is exactly what I would do. And, um, and, right, and I would
1: make some changes. Such as? Know, like employing someone to do 100% of everything I don't want to do. <laughs> right? Fair or enough. maybe a couple of people, right? Sure. So like I wouldn't edit anymore. more. Like, well, at least the shows that I didn't want to add editing flair to, um, you know, and I wouldn't do any of the bu- I just wouldn't do any business stuff. really. Right. Right. I would just, you know, I would focus probably big picture and recording shows. But there's, there's no way I could give it up. Maybe I would do less shows over time, um, but there's no way I would stop. I mean, because this isn't just like. This isn't just like my dream job, it's just like the thing I want to do in my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you're very lucky. And not to say that you don't know it, but you're very lucky to, to be in that I position. Very lucky. Yep. All right, Mike, do you color with crayons or markers?
1: Marker pens. I currently use um this comes from Landon. Landon has asked this question. Uh, I currently use the Statler Fine uh, Triplus Fine Liner collection.
0: I have no idea what that means, but sounds fancy.
1: You don't need to. You don't need to worry about it. Just understand that that's what I use.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Mike, have you? This is from Lu, Lewis or Luis. Uh, have you still been using? You need a budget for your needs. I keep falling off the wagon. In fact, um, you know, w- would you like to talk anything with regard to budgeting for relay your feels?
1: I feel like you need a budget was one of those things that I said I would start using, downloaded and never started using. Oh, delightful. I don't do any kind of budgeting at all. And I know that we both spoke about wanting to do this, so I wondered if you were doing anything.
0: Oh, God, no. No, not at all. I think I probably should, but no. And the way I the way I look at it is, generally speaking, we're able to save a reasonable amount of money every single month. And there have been exceptions, of course, but generally speaking, we are able to save. And as long as that's still the case... And as long as I'm not buying myself frivolous things that are hundreds and hundreds of dollars every single month, which I'm not, then I think I'm all right. Now, I'm sure that there I could be better. I'm sure that, I prob- that we probably eat out too often, for example. And if I tallied up all the money we spend at restaurants, that's probably ridiculous. I mean, not to say we go out every night or even every other night, but we probably do more often than we should. But you know what? It makes us happy. And so – you know, as long as as long as long we're still saving reasonably well, which we are, I feel like that's a decent barometer for whether or not we're making crappy choices.
1: Yeah, over the last eight months, maybe seven or eight months, which is the serious time that I've been saving, I've saved way more money than I thought I could have been able to save. So yeah. currently I'm not budgeting because I feel like I'm n- not even nearly spending the amount of money that I'm earning.
0: Right, and that, that's kind of where I feel, too. And that, that may or may not be right, but that's, that's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's it for Real Your Feels. Is that correct?
1: Yep, and that's it for this week's episode of Analog. Don't forget, you have one week to, to watch True Lies, as that will be your next episode of Analog for Mike at the Movies. Thank you so much to our sponsors this week, the great people over at Linda, Squarespace, and Red Hat, and we'll be back next time.
0: Excellent. I'll see you later, Mike.